I'm Father Ralph, and you're in the Red Room. Tonight, we're going to hear from Colin Davidson, Stead sophomore and Starship repairman. Later, we'll hear from Zach Zywick, Stead's freshman and band analyst. Later, we'll hear from Garrett Hanlon, Stead's freshman and, well, our rising tennis star. With my co-host tonight, Nikolai, for an absent Bobby, all of this is happening now in the Red Room. Oh, here Nikolai. we are. Nikolai! Back at it again. Nikolai, oh, you're also going to do good news and weather, too. Of course. I mean, okay, that's, good. that's a given at this I, point. I forgot to mention that, but, you know, I, I think it's... The listeners know that. They know that. Them. They know that. You know, it was a little weird after our mini-podcast having Bobby on there, where it's like, it's back to the usual. Yeah, the, the he, usual. Went, he, he went out for cigarettes again, yeah. or... Wherever, uh, wherever well, uh, he, he, when he's studying, um, a Bobby goes. <laughs> well, well, you know, Bobby, if you're listening, we miss you. So uh, get back here. Come back here. I'm, we're sorry uh, if we hurt you, <laughs> but please come back. Um, I gotta say, you know what? Uh, it's fall, and fall is in in high gear right now. Oh yes, it's it's kind of a full drive of fall. I mean, it the is. leaves are falling. The yeah. permacloud even is coming out a little bit. It's it is. showing its colors. Yeah, the tree. Yeah, trees are changing. But you know what? There are some definite dangers to fall around. Oh here. gosh, you know what? What? What are you suffering from? Uh, well, when you got some leaves on the ground, they're wet. They become very slippery. Oh, you and know. if you're wearing a dress shoe, which I was doing with my suit, uh, I took almost took a tumble. But my guardian angel caught me. My guardian angel. Who's your guardian angel? Huh? Who's your guardian angel? Uh, Raphael. Archangel Raphael. Oh, yeah, interesting. Oh, yeah. The good news was you're back and better than ever. <laughs> well, I'm glad that Raphael was doing his business. He Because sure I didn't, I didn't fall and uh, knock, uh, knock, knock my crown off or <laughs> hit my crown. <laughs> but you know what else? There's another danger. Oh, what? And the other danger is walking around the lakes and all those walnut trees. Those walnuts are falling they, off the tree. I had the same thing happen to me. Yeah, I got brushed by one. Didn't hit my head. But it, it, it brushed my arm. And oh I was like, gosh. whoa. You know, so again, Rayfield coming out of the, come out of the woodwork. Out know. of the woodwork. It's anyway, the time. He, yeah. You need him the most. I do, I do need him. I do need him. There will be days when I'm just walking under a tree and you'll hear, and then there's like 20 that fall right under yeah. you. You know, I want to know, why don't squirrels ever go after those? I don't know. They're I, laying all over the place. They, you know what the problem is? Is they've been so accustomed to food and like thinking mm. they're just overrun by like, the delicacies of Notre Dame students that they toss at them, or that's just like right, yeah, the garbage coming out of the dining hall. Yeah, I mean, those are I see, I see, never seen such big squirrels on this campus than anywhere else. Mm-hmm. That's right, yeah. So a walnut's nothing to them. Walnut's nothing to them. No, 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 no. Uh, you know, I, I, it was matter of fact, I was even throwing a squirrel some crackling oat bran. You're the problem, is what I'm hearing. And he didn't even want didn't it. Even, didn't even look at it. Didn't even flinch. But in the past, they used to eat it. And I think what happened was, is they took the sugar out. It's low sugar now. And wow. I think the squirrel doesn't like low sugar. <laughs> it's, he's an addict. I think, yeah, he's an addict, like we all are. Uh, you know what else? Um, oh, what else? Is a danger, not with fall, but something else that's dangerous. And maybe, I don't know if this is happening to you. Could just but be. it's happening to see. me. Let's see. I send an email through my phone, and I hit send, and the thing sends, only to find out a couple days later when I don't hear a response, that email never sent. Oh, boy. This seems like a story. Let's, let's peel the onion back here. What happened? Okay. So I send an email to Coach and uh, for the soccer team, mm-hmm. 
and trying to arrange a meeting. Yeah. And I didn't hear anything, and I w- was going to be there that day, and I got no response. And so I was like, well, maybe they got really busy. So then it's the second day, and I could go over there, and I said, well, let me just make sure that this email sent. Yeah, and wouldn't you know, worry. the email did not send, and I quickly did send an email and got <laughs> myself – you know, it just wasn't – it just wasn't um, – you know, sent, and I, I don't know weird. what to do. So now I'm always constantly, constantly thinking, like, did I send this email? Yeah. Did, it, did it really send? I, I don't – help me, folks. Maybe this is helping happening to other people out there who have iPhones. So it just happens on the iPhone. Just happens on the iPhone. Interesting. On the iPhone, and, and as of late. And I, my, my, my software is up to date. Does this happen to you? No, it does not happen to me. I'm, I'm a Gmail man. Just get on there and See, send I, my email. Okay. And, I use Apple Mail, too. Well, then that could, maybe there's an issue there. You know, there's something, I hate that new option, you know, to unsend. Yes, the unsend of the 10-second. So, uh, I like it, though, because sometimes you send something. There's a typo in there. You're like, man, should I have sent that email? So I, I enjoy that undo. Just in case. You sure? It's like, what what would Grandma think if you sent that? It's like, it makes like a double check moment. You know, grammar was never his strong suit. <laughs> That's what your grandma would think. But I, I, I don't know. I don't like that. And I, I have a feeling there's something tied in right there. Maybe there's, it's just you. Maybe it's a you problem. I don't think it's an operator error. No. You know, that's that's how it works with most things in life. Yeah. Especially yeah. technology. It's always something that I am doing. It's like, you know what the best thing is, though? Powering the phone off and turning it back on. It solves all my problems somehow. <laughs> okay. It's well, the weirdest thing. Well, I'll see what, if I can do that. You know, you should. Yeah, I will. Just give it that old reset. Give it that reset. Yeah. But you know what the real big problem is for me, and this is kind of um, this is a danger to my sleep. Okay, paying too much for a muffler. <laughs> well, it's something like that because the noise pollution from construction outside of the dome mm-hmm. is unbelievable. Every morning, and they're like, it's like clockwork. So I give them props for the consistency. But seven a.m. will strike, and you'll hear. <sighs> And the whole engine turns up for the cherry pickers and their industrial equipment. And then you hear a nice beep, beep, beep that lasts throughout the whole morning and into the afternoon. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, because, you know, folks, the dome was regilded, but the dome is also being worked on. And when I say the dome, I also mean the building itself. And so they're doing a, a bit of remodeling. And they're actually going around also to looking at all the gutters and all the dormer windows and all that stuff. And so there's a cherry picker that's moving around the dome ever so slowly, doing all the painting and touch-up work. And what it's you're right outside the front door. I am literally, yep. You're right I, next to I the could, dome. I, could, I should be in a, wearing a hard hat. I'm so close to this construction site. We're literally that close. Oh, my God. And so, the I'm, biggest problem is they just stay in reverse. You only hear the sound when you're in reverse, and the truck is only in reverse for some reason. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's like they're mocking me. It's like, oh. And it's... Every 7 a.m. It's nuts. Yeah, that's the funny thing. That's the, they cannot work any sooner than 7 a.m. <laughs> and when they were building the Rimmick building across from St. Ed's, I, there was a few days where they started earlier, and I called, and I said, hey, they're starting sooner than 7. Because you hear all that noise, that's and everyone on the west side was like, bah. <laughs> you know, sh- You know, some people have to live here. They, you know, they do. They, sometimes they forget that in the dome. Oh, that, they forget that. We got no air conditioning, so the window's open. They're practically... You can hear the smoke's coming into your room. You're that close to the site. I mean, debris is flying in there. 
<laughs> yeah, it was. Everyone was just short of kung fu fighting. Pretty much, almost kung fu fighting. I still haven't recovered. Wow. I still. I'm just. I'm groggy. I've got bags under my eyes. <laughs> well, I'm glad you said it. I mean, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's that's gotta be. That is a pain. But I see. I'm up at. I'm up at out the door. The crack about of dawn. Seven, you know. So doesn't bother me because I'm up. My problem is I should have taken 8 a.m. classes. Otherwise, it would have been like a nice, healthy reminder. Like, you got to get moving. Well, could you put yourself like in a, with like a, some headphones, like noise canceling? You know, I could, but should I? When you look at how much you pay for the room and board, and then you think, wow, you got to sleep with headphones on. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that's a very good point. I can't, <laughs> I can't argue with that. <laughs> There's not much to say there. But, no, you know, in not, the end. Except you won. Steads is always the best, so yeah. you know you you take what you can get when you're well, the best resident. Well, home. the good news is I was actually talking with a guy uh, who has been there working with the, this project the whole time, and, and somehow we struck up a, a passing friendship. And he told me today that they're more than halfway done. I don't know if with, I like that or more worried about that. No, actually, they're more halfway done with the whole project. Oh, so they're almost done. So this alarm clock at seven a.m. that you did not ask for. Yes. We'll be coming to an end here. And you know what is even more exciting is maybe that halfway done means they'll do the other side of the dome, or no, it's no, just halfway on our side. No, no, I think it's they're going to finish right with the last portion. We are right, the last portion. We are the last portion because they've been going around. Gotcha. You know, it's been going around. Yep. And so it's been getting closer to us. So it's almost done. You know, I I consider that a victory. I should have said that for the good news segment. Well, we should have, but you know what? Let's not shit on ourselves. I agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, uh, let me tell you, there's other things we got to get to, and I think we got to get on with this show. I know. We have a great lineup to get to. We do. Let's get it on. Boom. Get it on. All right. Our first guest tonight is none other than sophomore Colin Davidson from Tuxedo Park, New York. Colin. It's great to be here. Really? For the second time I'm saying it. Okay. (laughs) That's right. He was here last year, uh, and now he's back. Um, Now, I do want to say, you know, Nikolai, I, I don't know if he's a part of the problem or the solution. We'll let the readers, we'll let the listeners decide, but we'll soon figure that out as well. Yeah, Colin, you are integral in the in the upkeep, the maintenance of the right. the starships, the Grubhub starships, all those little things oh. delivering food. Yeah, I'm the one keeping them alive, basically. So you're kind of like a Luke Skywalker, you know, you're with R two D two and C three PO. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I take them apart, fix them. Them back together. Okay. Well, how do you get connected with that? Yeah, that yeah. is a great. So, what did you just order a lot of food and they said, "Hey, I'm <laughs> I've, I've actually never ordered something with them." But oh, oh, interesting. Wow. Yeah. Okay. His stock is going up. See now. Eric? Now I'm just thinking like I can't order anything or else I might be the one that breaks it and then I have to fix it. So oh. I want less work for myself. Might as well not order. Them. Smart, 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 smart kid. What are like most? How does it get broken? What happens? Like. Well, yeah. What do so you see out there squirrels, squirrel attacks. Oh, yeah. Fortunately, I've not seen any squirrels stuck in one, but. All the time we see like wheel problems. Sometimes they'll get like run into by the scooters or something, and they'll break a wheel off. Oh, and so gosh. they'll like bend the frames and stuff. So I gotta fix those, put it back together. Uh, a lot of the times it's random electrical problems, and those I don't know how to fix directly, but they give me a lot of spare parts, and I can just replace basically. Wow! Wow! It's like an auto worker. I mean, this is amazing. Yeah. Where did you? Where did you? How do you get connected? Yeah. With so. This? All thanks to Notre Dame, they Starship actually came to our career fair last year in the fall, and I spoke to them, and they're like, "Well, you're just a freshman, so maybe we'll take a look at your resume." And they actually offered me a position in the spring, but they needed someone basically from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, <laughs> and I did not have that time. No, last semester, but 
Um, they reached out right at the end of the summer, and I was like, okay, you know what? I can move my schedule around a little bit. Oh. And so I do work in the mornings now, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Oh, wow. my gosh. That's, well, that is tough. Well, I know who's ordering the Starship Grubhub to drop me off. <laughs> yes. Wow, he's got a little coin in his pocket there. Uh, he sure know. does. Yeah. I got a little bit of newfound respect for the robots. I would say, like, to see there's a guy working on it from six a.m. to ten a.m. I well, mean, that's I wouldn't go that far. Oh. I, have, I got respect for Colin. I don't have the respect for the robots. <laughs> it's the man behind the robot. Okay. Fortunately, they're pretty good. They don't they don't break down too much. They usually have like one to two, maybe, to fix a day, and depends on how tough those problems are. But they usually take. I don't know. Well, some of them are ten minute fixes. Others okay. are like four I've, hours. I've got a critical question here. Sure. So, do you ever have issues of robots going missing? Oh yes. So, the other day we were looking. We were basically uh, some of my job is to basically go rescue them if they go offline <laughs> in the field. So you're a robot shepherd. I really am. So I go and I like unlock them and basically drag them back to the charging place. And one of them is like its location didn't match where it said it was. They they basically track where they. Keel, keel over like they'll say this is where I died come get me bring me back and this one was just not there and we had no clue where it went <laughs> and it ended up just like it reappeared back at the hub at some point so either our like partner found it or it just picked up and drove itself back because they are able to do that so it's all really. wow so it became sentient they, well they they yeah. are oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're all autonomous so they're they're like they mapped out the whole place and they can say okay i need to go home to recharge and they just drive back so autonomous means they the rebellious <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm hearing, Nick. That's Nick, exactly what I'm hearing. Yeah. I don't, fortunately, they've always listened to our commands. Mm. Um, for, now. Now. for now, for now. <laughs> it's, the biggest thing they do is if they don't like, if they don't like what you're doing, if you're trying to drive them and they don't want to drive, they'll just stop instead of disobeying. Like they'll freeze and they won't act. Interesting. So they rebel. That's why. <laughs> yes, but not in the. Uh, I wouldn't say it's the aggressive way you're, you're perceiving. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, so you talked about this charging station. Like, is this where you do the work? And where is this charging station? Yeah, so it's it's really close to say it's back by the mail, the mail center back there behind St. Liam's. Oh. And if you look either early in the morning or late at night, all these robots line up down there. And they, they go on this little trail back, and they'll they'll take over the sidewalk back there. Oh, my gosh. So that's where your chop shop is. The chop it is. shop. It's, it's the convoy headed to the chop shop. <laughs> so I, I've noticed there's quite a few of them. How many robots are on campus? Yeah, we have 41 that 41. are actively here. Um, wow. We increased size from last year because we added Chick-fil-A as one of our uh, delivery locations. Mm-hmm. And so we've added, we've sort of changed out the robots from last year. And we've added some, and mm-hmm. we have more range now. Wow. I've noticed two things. They move much faster than mm-hmm. they did last year. They increased the speed for sure. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's because we've mapped out a lot of the campus. Uh, a lot, sometimes they'll just go and wander and put down on the map what's a good area to be, how big is the sidewalk, stuff like that. And I think they've sort of gotten more confident, you could say, but we've also just like been okay with scaling up the speed of them. Hmm. So what is the top speed? Uh, they they taught it to me. It might be like what's on kilometers. I, well, how many it kilometers? Might four, yeah. It might be four kilometers per hour. Okay, four kilometers. Okay. Well, that gets I I, it's a nice even cl- number. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> four kilometers. 
<laughs> nice even number for sure. Now, now Nikolai, have you ordered anything? You know, so they actually increased the price on these bad That's Did exactly they? where they, I was going. That's, so, wait, no, wait, so, I have not. So, so can you walk our listeners through the process, how these robots that deliver food are called up? Yeah, so I, so I, once you get hungry and you feel like you don't want to move anywhere, you well, go onto the Grubhub you, app. You want to do a little job of the hood. Exa- oh, yes. You <laughs> click on the restaurant and hit the... Deliver to location, mm-hmm. and you can put steads or classroom or whatever, and then you just pay that extra like five dollars, I think it is now, and oh. they'll come to you in about twenty-five minutes. Well, I thought it was seven dollars. Maybe it's seven. It might have even gone up more. I thought it was seven. Now, could you? Can you? Is there an option? Like, say, I want non-robot delivery. I want human delivery. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Colin. Is that is an option? Can we do that? That is not an option. Um, so you discriminate the, now too. Well, <laughs> it's a steal. I, I would call it. Saving you money because paying a person is going to cost a lot more than paying this robotic operation. That might be, but you know what? We're, we're moving toward full employment. <laughs> yeah. we have, I thought these were the jobs we had to save. Well, COVID. they're long gone. <laughs> <laughs> Newsflash, they are gone. Carrying out, out of curiosity, how much? do you know how much money those machines cost? I, I don't. I don't know how much it is to manufacture them. I just know sort of where a lot of our... Like cost is is yeah. the yes, autonomous operation. So if they get stuck, they they reach a crosswalk. They're like, I really don't know what to do. The radars aren't sure. Like if there's a car coming, if there's too much traffic, um, they actually have people overseas looking and can can like access the robot, look through its cameras, and say, okay, now's a good time to cross the road. Okay, That's wait, cool. hold 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 up, hold up. Now we just brought in in the back door. We have a foreign country <laughs> well okay already the company is based in estonia so that's most what of they their say op- that's what they most say. Their operations that's, is yeah. in estonia in estonia okay so this this company starship has someone in tallinn the capital that's yes, pretty good of course. right what capital of capital estonia, yeah. <laughs> looking to see what robot starship number 23 at notre dame why it's not moving at the Hammes Mulberry bookstore. So, <laughs> basically, yes. But they do have some security measures, so it's not like stalking or spying. They have a lot. It's You can only see where the robot sees, so really low. Hmm. So, to get like your face seen, you'd have to lie all the way down <laughs> beneath it. And they also have a lot of blurring. So, half the screen is blurred for an operator. And they operate at a lower like graphic rate when you're operating them manually. So how would you know this? Have you been to Tallinn? So no, but they we have to access the robots as well to like so back in the oh, So you're the one who's spying. In the chop shop I spy the on them shop. just to basically look at myself because I need to see, okay, are these cameras working? Do I need to calibrate anything? What's going wrong? Interesting. So we connect to it manually. Okay. Wow. Where did you learn to do all that? Like calibration and yeah. software? They just gave me a couple of days of training at the beginning of the summer. I actually unfortunately wow. missed a lot of Welcome Weekend getting trained, which was a shame, but I got to do the night activities, so yeah, I could yeah, multitask yeah. well. Okay. Well, you know, I just find it amazing that we have, uh, those, those machines have so many different cameras. How, much, how many cameras does each machine yeah, have? Yeah, they have six um, regular stereo cameras and three cameras that are called time of flight, and those use, like, special infrared LEDs to sort of, they blink and they return a signal and they say, okay, how far is something? Interesting. Interesting. I would have thought. So, so in all of these 42 machines, has anyone ever gone missing? Has anyone ever been hijacked? Has the food been taken? The f- oh, so... <laughs> anything like that? I mean, like... So the food is interesting. Sometimes, I've not ever heard it taken from the robot. They're, they're really hard to open. Like, they have locks that 
they're electronic locks. They basically shut it until your phone scans it to open it. Oh, oh, so you order it with your food, your phone, and then you need your phone. You need your phone to pick it up. Unlock the yeah. machine to give up its, its so, gummies. Unless you're a, a Starship employee with the special way to open the robots, mm. which I, I'm the not going oh, to say. It is the, the golden, golden touch. touch. Um, you can't open them up. But we'll find sometimes either the robot will break in the field and the food that's in it, just the order gets basically canceled and reassigned they'll like remake the food and put it in a different robot mm -hmm. but that food's just sitting in this robot until we go rescue it <laughs> oh. so there is some food getting thrown out by like we cancel the orders refund the money or just remake the order at the and then you eat the leftovers <laughs> i would not eat the day old <laughs> it depends pizza. on how long the day old pizza i found <laughs> saving the robot <laughs> It's just day old, <laughs> day old, and a dollar short. Day old, but well, like, there is some stuff like yeah. So it's a, this site is called Partner Operated. So Grubhub runs a lot of the, the like returning the robot. So I'm the only person from the company Starship here. Mm -hmm. I do the repairs, but there's Grubhub people that do the loading the robots and they do the plugging the robot back in at night. And well, I'm sorry, what's that called? The part we use a partner system. Yeah, no, no, hugging. Did you say plugging? Hug? Plugging, oh, the plugging, <laughs> plugging the right. <laughs> plugging. Just, just imagine <laughs> hugging. You put these things to bed. You give them a hug. Well, they're, they're, they're very sensitive. So they can autonomously leave the the shop, the, the hub barn. we call it. <laughs> so they get plugged in there, and then in the morning they say, "Okay, time to go back to work." They leave the shop, and at night, so they can drive off their charger fine, but they can't get they can't plug themselves in. So a person has to come and bring them into the shop and plug them in manually. Oh, so nice. you do have a contingency if they go rogue, they can't plug themselves back in. Gotcha. Glad so they'll, die they'll die out. They'll die out. Over time, they will, yeah. Hmm. So, so again, you can't steal the food, but has any of the robots ever been held hostage? Or not to my knowledge. Fortunately, not to my knowledge. Um, you always hear the talks about people throwing them in the lake and stuff. <laughs> no one's throwing my robots in the lake yet. No. So. I do know that one of these did go to a room over an alumni. Really? Yeah, and spent a couple of hours. There. <laughs> well, they have, they do have a they try to have a measure. It's just a really loud alarm, a siren, mm. and they'll play the alarm and they'll say like our cameras are recording, that like they can see your face and stuff. They'll they'll turn on like security mode basically, and they hope you give it back because it's beeping so loud. Gotcha. Yeah. Does it have a self-destruct? <laughs> the, the, the closest thing they have is a puddle sensor. So it'll basically feel... They have a sensor that says, oh, is there water in the system somewhere? If so, shut the whole thing off because water and active electronics don't mix. But water and shut-off electronics are fine. You just have to wait for them to dry out again. Oh, so the whole thing is touch a puddle, like be too deep in a puddle, shut the robot off. Wow, gotcha. You just got to wait for the puddle to dry? Yeah, so... It'll it'll sit there and wait and either wake back up when the puddle's dry or it'll wait for one of us to drag it to a dry place and let let it dry manually. So just out of curiosity, how can can you tell how busy these machines are? Like how like if you looked at one machine, what would be the average distance it would travel oh, in a day? That I'm not sure of. What I do what I can see is like how many orders are going at once. And fortunately, at six in the morning when I'm working, there's not very many. But <laughs> shocking, <laughs> there's usually one or two people getting coffee and stuff. Um, and then other times, like it'll be late at night, and we brought the robots in to recharge, and everyone's trying to get Taco Bell, and we start getting these messages that are like, N "We don't have a robot to deliver this Taco Bell," so it cancels the order. And so if you're late at night and desperately hungry, 
you, you might be out of luck because all the other robots mm. are used up. Yeah. Right when you need it the most. Yeah, right when you need Taco Bell at 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Said what not, are we, said no one ever. Said not, said not me. <laughs> but I, I know that Five Guys is open well, uh, at 3 a.m. Not that I go there, but I've heard. <laughs> but I do have to ask is, can any eatery on campus use one of these starships yeah so they have to be set up with the company like Mm -hmm. they have to have a kiosk that operates the robots and operates the like the interface between the two but so long as we set it up on campus and it's not too far for the robot to drive um it'll work fine so so like if i'm if i'm from aubon pan over by the library (laughs) Mm -hmm. and we're set i could my if we had a connection with Grubhub, we could use it. Yeah, they're already set so up. So everyone yeah. pretty much is using it, correct, on campus? Yeah. So maybe what we could do is branch out and then have the library start delivering books that way. Oh, <laughs> you know what I also just thought? What? Ed's on the Grubhub road. Oh. That's an idea. Well, I don't know we already we... run out of food <laughs> yeah. by, by Wednesday. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I, mean, I bought milk last night because we ran out. But, uh Anyway, maybe we do need something like that. So anyway, you know, uh, we could talk to you all the time about this, but... You know, I think you have a plate. You got to go to class, don't you? I have a group research cancer research meeting. Wow! Look at you. That's, wow. my, that's I mean, my other activity. Really, he's fighting cancer and he's delivering food <laughs> on campus. You can't beat it. You wow. just can't beat it. I'd so, like to clarify. I'm like more of a mechanic, autonomous guy than I am a deliverer. I've, of course, I stand corrected. I'm sorry. Come on. I'm, I'm sorry. I <laughs> we, we leave the delivery to well, the robot. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's beneath. Where's your respect for the machine? <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to be more a little egalitarian. But <laughs> when they rise up, you, you, I want to be a friend. Not yeah, a well, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> They're listening in. Do you know what? One thing, though, is that probably you're going to tell us, share the sidewalks, right? I, share the sidewalks with these robots. They'll always, like, seed control to you. They'll always, like, freeze in place if you're in front of them. But they always, they want to get to the, where they want to go. So okay. don't, don't be like the guy blocking them in. <laughs> All right. I got to ask one last question. Do you do you like some robots better than others? Like oh. number twenty four, good. Twenty three, yes, bad. Definitely. So they're all listed. Basically, the number is when they're manufactured, and we used to have all one type of robot called AMD, which is a fancier computer than the other one. And now we have some Tegra as well. So that's Tegra is the older version of the robot, mm-hmm. and the older ones are just they have a lot more chaotic wiring. They have obviously been less engineered, oh. but they still work the same. So like the the AMD bots are the newer one. Those are just a lot easier to work with. They're a lot simpler when you look at them and get into them, and they're much less of a pain. All my robots that are breaking are almost all tech robots, the old ones. Oh, wow. Soon to be phased out. Wow. If I had a robot, you know what I would call it? Oh boy. A robot food delivery? Uh-huh. I would call it Beaujolais. That's I don't even know where to start. Uh, uh, Dissect bo- that. Botulinum. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh wow. Well, anyway, you know what? You better shuffle off yeah, the class. Yeah, I will. All right, Colin. Thank you for joining us in the red room. Hey, when we see those robots, we'll say, "Hey, we know who keeps it all going together." There you oh. go. Colin Davidson. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Nikolai, don't you like that, Colin? Oh my gosh, he is really lighting the light up on campus. It is amazing. He's doing something, and I don't know if he's with us or, or against, against us. But we'll find out later. But all I know is once I have Beaujolais by my side, I'll feel much more comfortable. Oh, I'm sure you will. He, yes. 
It's going to be great delivery service. One of these days, I'm expecting a Father Ralph robot to just well, and, yes, come and, to me. Until they rise up against you and you won't be having that Chick-fil-A. You'll have a black eye or well, something Too worse. little, too late. Yeah, too, yeah. Well, maybe it's far off. But anyway, you know what? We've got to move on. Oh. The show's got to go on. And you know what? And, and, and I'm, I'm very excited because you know what? Here at the, in the Red Room, we have a new segment. Oh, my gosh. Lay it on me. What is it? It's, you know what? It's going to be a person. It's none other than Zach Zywick. Our freshman, who's going to be our band analyst, Ooh. and after every home game or every game, he is going to give us a little insight on the things that were going on the field behind the scenes, critique the band, and even critique the other bands that come to campus. This is like a big gaping hole in the in the red room coverage here, and we are now able to fill the need, fill the need, fill the void, and 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 be a little more smart just about band stuff. All right, so without any further ado, I want to welcome Zach. Zach, welcome to the Red Room. I'm band very welcomed. You know what? We're blazing trails here. We're blazing trails here for the Red Room. First ever band analyst. First ever, yes, band analyst. you got to be very careful. Band analyst. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, yeah, we did a little um, We did a little mini. We, got talked, we talked about the game. We got all about our system. But, you know, I'm, it seems like we have, uh, you know, like some death wish here because we're going right oh, back to the, it. But there is one thing we need to debrief, though. And yeah, it's the band. Exactly. Because it just wasn't the team. It was also the band. So, Zach, tell us, uh, you know, for us and for our, our, our listeners who weren't there, how was the performance of the Notre Dame marching band? I mean, to be yeah. honest, although the performance of the football team was one of the most heartbreaking, I would say that personally that was the best performance of my life. Wow. Genuinely. Uh, the show included the, the Cars theme, Cars theme song, which Ooh. was a pretty popular hit. Mm-hmm. And we did some great formations, we did like little Cars of Lightning McQueen. And it was just, I think that we thoroughly outperformed the Ohio State band in every way, just like our football team thoroughly did. But, you know, yeah, you it's know, a different conversation. Now, I, now, from where I was sitting, the Ohio State band, which looks like a bunch of safety patrol kids from <laughs> high school was really, really quiet. And rightfully so, yeah. because they, they weren't doing I mean, well. second quarter, I looked around. I wasn't even sure they were there. Yeah. And then I saw, I saw all these milkmen yeah. <laughs> in the stands. I said, oh, they must be here. Yeah. <laughs> so, so now you did uh, Cars. Now remind the listeners, uh, what instrument do you play? I'm a, a member of the trumpet section. I play the trumpet, trumpet section, Ooh. yes, yes. Go play, go blow your trumpet. Mm-hmm. Um, so the trumpets did well. Was there, you know, was there anything that you said, you know, like mm, we could have done a little better on this or that? Is there any like room for improvement? Do you think? And maybe even for yourself. I mean, you know, myself, I have no regrets. I put my, oh. I put it all on the line oh, there. Wow. That's he what held, I'm talking about. I held Zach. nothing back. I like that. I held nothing back. Wow. That's okay. amazing. Okay, well then hold nothing back in critiquing the Ohio State band. What of did course. they do? What did they do for their performance? You know, I, I couldn't even tell you. I couldn't really hear what they were doing. I think it was some like random like Latin jazz songs. That's what the announcer said at least, so I'm just gonna believe them. We'll go with that. We'll That's go what, with that. That's um, what everyone wanted to hear. Oh, Latin yes. jazz. Yeah, they that's because that, that that's just going like the Ohio State fans go crazy after hearing that. It <laughs> <laughs> really gets them pumped up for the second half. <laughs> What's all that Latin jazz about? Yeah, that, come on. I don't even know what all that American jazz is. Like, okay, I guess you're the one who has to listen to it. But uh, so they did something you didn't see. Now, 
when you're on the field with the band, you can't see that other band out there doing their stuff. I mean, we can see them doing their stuff, but it's kind of hard to see, you know, like from the from the top yeah, view yeah, yeah, of yeah, seeing yeah, what the what's actually forming and stuff like that. So, what about the dotting the eye? Do you have any opinions on that? I um, you know, as a I'm also yeah, this is like a double whammy here. I'm also from from Ohio. So yeah, I've been to Ohio Rexville. State games. Rexville, Ohio. dotting the eye is a big tradition, big thing, lots of recognition. <laughs> To me, it was a little bit underwhelming being on the other side of it. I was just like, "All right, like we get it, like kind of." It takes you, it takes you two minutes to spell four letters. We're not. I mean, no, I, they're obsessed with letters and words. <laughs> Ohio, yeah. V, like yeah. We're talking Articles. about first grade for vocabulary here. I think we need to go into second grade. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they are there to play school, uh, so maybe you know, spelling is one of the things they really want to. Hone in on, yeah. Hone in. But you know what? Uh, is dotting the I, if you're the one who dots the I, do you get to put that on your resume? Maybe, I, I, maybe I it's such a big thing in Ohio. It probably is. Yeah. It's free drinks for life if you get to dot the I. To forget the experience. Yeah, um, no, I found I found the Ohio State band pretty underwhelming. Um, and I give them low marks. Um, I just, it was uninspired. It was pretty uninspired. Yeah, okay. and it was there was no enthusiasm, um, there was no spirit, there was no. I love using double negatives. No nothing. Yeah, yes. there's no nothing. And uh, and I was like, I I am sorry, but if I had to give, we're gonna start something out here. Oh yeah. On a you know on a on a scale of one to seven, I'd what have to give a zero. Oh, I I can, sorry. I, I can know agree that, with that. I know that's harsh. I know that's harsh, but really, folks. You, they, came you from, couldn't hear him. You, you couldn't hear him, exactly. and they were, and there were, there were a lot of them too. I don't For know. Sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. being generous here. Yeah, definitely, not, definitely not a lack of numbers. I mean, they were there. I'll give them. I'll give them a one for showing up. Because okay. it, it takes oh, it takes commitment to show up. But okay. they were practicing all year, so we'll give them a one. And they dotted the eye. What about you, That's, Nikolai? I'm I'm right there with Zach. I'd go with a one two, okay. or maybe a point five. I'll take half of yours yes. and half of Zach's. Go right in the middle. <laughs> okay. I'll make everyone happy with You're a point making five. Everyone, making everyone happy. All right. You know, you know what I always wonder, Zach? So, like, the way you guys line up, it's like when the Ohio State band comes off, you guys come on, and like, oh, you guys cross oh, yeah. paths. I yeah, they, they just kept walking, and they, they just they, they mauled us. They ran us over like wildebeests in the African safari. Oh, my gosh. Wow, they were just like a stampede. Yes. Right here on the, on the Notre Dame football field. Yeah. Was there, like, a... Trash talk between the two. No, like, no trash talk. No trash. They're actually quite nice, but when they were like doing their thing, when they were like coming off, they just would not stop. They were just like running into. I just wish that you know I could have been there to help do a little crowd control. Yeah, if if only you know we need your talents as a rector right out on the field. Believe me, and let me tell you, I would hold nothing back like that. Like our young Zach didn't hold anything back with his trumpet. I wouldn't hold anything back shutting that band down. No, you no, would not. I'll shut him down. Three times on Sunday. <laughs> Four ways than one. <laughs> All right. So, so uh, are you going to Duke? No. Okay. No. <clears throat> now, you're going to watch the game. Of course. Of course. Okay. And if, you, if you're watching the game and you can get to see the halftime show, right. please watch it because I, I want an assessment of the, of, course. Of, the, of the Duke band. Of course. Now, one last question before we let you go because yes. you've got to go to practice. and He's already practicing for USC, sure. Is there one band... That you're, you know, afraid of because they have such raw power, brass. Oh yes. You know, to be honest. Yes. To I be mean, honest please. here, you're among friends. We're among friends. 
I, I would say that this the disappointment of last week that was kind of the band that I was like, well, they're like they're the legit, like they're the. Oh. Now that opinion has changed, I don't fear anything. Wow. I don't fear anything. I think that we we're out there, you know. I agree. I mean, he's climbing fear. the peak, and I think they're right at the peak. Do you know what? You know what? You know who? You know who is right with us right now? Do you know who's who right here with us, Nikolai? Tell me, David. Because oh. David took down Goliath. He sure did. You know what? And young Zach here took down the behemoth with a dotted eye yes. called Goliath. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. They're dotting their eyes no more. <laughs> well, they are. They're doing it with, with, uh, <laughs> with one eye. With one eye. With a third eye. Why? <laughs> all right. All right. Well, Zach, thank you for coming in here and telling us uh, your opinion and uh, using your analytical skills to give us a rundown of the bands. Thank yes, you so much. Of course. Thank you. As always. Nikolai, don't you like that, Zach? Oh, he's one firecracker. Boy, does he bring the energy. Well, I would say he's one trumpet player. Oh, for, look at you. Uh, you know, i got some years on you. I wonder, you know, next time we got to ask who his favorite trumpet player is. That's a great question. Yeah, and if he's into jazz. I know he's not into Latin jazz as OSU. Yeah, no. I mean, who is? I, mean, I don't think anyone is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, that's for another time because you know why? Because we have our second guest here tonight. Who is none other than Garrett Hanlon from Cranford, New Jersey? Ooh. Welcome, Garrett. Thanks for having me. Well, it's our pleasure, really. It is. Yeah, welcome to the Red Room. Yes, indeed. It really is red hair. <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect it to actually be this red. <laughs> <laughs> my thoughts exactly. Oh, my gosh. You know, um, uh, you know, who knew that Garrett here is a rising tennis star for Steads? I don't even know if I'd use the word rising. I think we have a tennis star. Okay. Right oh, here. Right there. You just got a promotion here. So how do you get into tennis? I mean, most Americans aren't playing tennis. Mm-hmm. Oh, are we playing tennis? No, because everyone's playing football. Everyone's playing basketball, volleyball. Pickleball has been big now, too. Oh, well, let's let's oh, table that. For, yeah. Let's table that for later. Wow. Yeah. You know, he, he he's reading your mind. Yeah, you know, only one person's allowed to be up there because, boy, boy. Yeah, it's, it's crazy up in it there. It's crazy. Yeah. But we got to ask, how do you get into tennis? Mm-hmm. Well, my dad, uh, he was always big into tennis. He never played uh, in college, but he's just been uh, as like a hobby. Okay. So when I was little, he put me into tennis lessons. So I did that for a couple years, and I was a tennis instructor for a couple years for that uh-huh. for that club. So that was pretty fun. Uh-huh. And then uh, in high school, we started freshman year and uh, competitively. So I actually got more into it then and started following it a lot more. Okay. So, wow. So wait. So correct me if I'm wrong. You were you were training, coaching before. You were playing in high school. Yeah. Wow. So you really played a lot a in order bit, yeah. to give those training sessions. Mm. Yeah, it was. What a, am I paying for? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know what they say: yeah. those who can't do teach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying to be a part of his fan club. I could take you out for a couple lessons if you want. Okay. Well, you know what? Unfortunately, I I had a bad accident, uh, uh, and I messed up my shoulder. I I mm. was. What I was doing was picking up the anchor from the yacht dance. <laughs> I guess the best of us. I threw my back out. Thank you, though, Garrett. But so anyway, yeah. so you you you're on such a skill level that you were able to do training. So like when you train people or giving tennis lessons, what's the number one thing that you find people doing wrong when they play tennis? Mm. I think a lot of people struggle with their footwork. I think that's a really big like overlooked part of tennis uh-huh. that you can really. Uh, uh-huh. You can really, if you don't have good footwork, you set yourself into a bad position, and you like you end up trying to hit a bad shot or like not optimal form. So it's a lot, 
It's a lot on footwork. Definitely a big factor. And, you know, there, this is a controversial question in the uh, community, but what about the follow-through? I'm, I'm, I'm anti the follow-through, but you went right where I was going to go. <laughs> wow. So what, you just you just stop afterwards? I, not that I just stop, but, you know, I don't give that full range of all motion right. all the way through. Fair I'm, enough, okay. I mean, I'm not the best. I'm not a tennis superstar, mm. but... I think definitely to get full power, I'd say, definitely the follow-through is important. But also, it's mostly for spin, too. Because gotcha. as you hit the ball, you want to go up through it. And if you're not really going through up, you're not going to get the top spin that you want to like actually fall down on the other side. Oh, yeah. wow. That was a great lesson right yeah, there. Look at that. I mean, wow. do we have to pay? Is that I, was, yeah, <laughs> I think I got a 20 back there. Yeah, get your wallet out. <laughs> I'll give you this guy's for free. Oh, what a giver. What a giver. Okay, so now how did you start playing tennis for Steads? For Steads, uh, so Nathan Holt, who's a sophomore, he mm. was uh, asking around for uh, a doubles partner because I think his usual partner is studying abroad right now. So he, uh, I responded to that. I was trying to get into that here. So good. That was good. Yeah, he kind of looped me into that. Okay. And so how does it work? Like, so you guys are on the Steads tennis team. Like, mm-hmm. what really is that? And kind of where do you how, play? How, yeah, where do you play? And mm-hmm. how do you win? Like, who do you play against? So basically, we're just inner hall. So we're playing against all the other dorms. Mm. There can be multiple teams from other dorms. So we've played. Uh, we've only played three matches so far, but we've uh, been just playing the men's dorms from around campus. Okay. The courts are actually kind of out of the way. If you go like facing towards the stadium, you make a left and you like follow that road for a while, and then they're kind of tucked away back out there. It's oh, like, way off to the east side of campus, like yeah. on Twickenham Road. I think the so. Loftus Center, yeah, that's yeah. where you're playing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That that's is like a, an away game. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah. Are you in Columbus? <laughs> yes. Thankfully not. <laughs> Thankfully not. Yeah. Uh, wow, um, that's a pretty far way to go. Mm. So, uh, what is your record? Right now we're three and zero. Three and zero. What was your most recent win? Our most recent one was last Saturday, uh, which is actually by forfeit. Our last last Sunday. Last Sunday, sorry. I was going. Yeah. Wow, how are you playing tennis <laughs> on game day? Yeah, like, a little more. Wow, that's, that's devoted. Yeah. Wow. Anything for Stead's tennis. Oh, yeah. there, there, there we go. There it goes. No, that was my bad. It's uh, Sunday, but it was Sunday. yeah, it wasn't honestly the our opponent's fault. They switched our time, which is usually three to two, and we saw the email, so we came at two, but they probably didn't. Well, too bad for them. Yeah. You got the win. You got the easy W. Wins what, a wins a win. Yeah, exactly. What hall were they from? Uh, they were from... Oh, I don't want to... I'm going to check. Okay. Well, you keep checking. You know yeah. what I'm going to say is that... You know what? I don't care if it's a forfeit or whatever. A forfeit is a win. And, mm-hmm. you know, a win is a win is a win. Just yeah. as Garrett said. That's yes. right. You know, and they all go to the championship. Yeah. So that's and what I would say. How, how many games do you play until the championship? Uh, I think we still have two... One or two more regular season before the before the playoffs. playoffs. Yeah. Okay. Wow! So it's coming up soon. All right. So how did now? You know, Holt. You haven't played with Holt before. He's a sophomore. You're a freshman. Mm-hmm. You guys just meet. I mean, like, how how do you kind of make the team happen? Yeah, it's definitely a lot about chemistry. Yeah. I think me and uh, Nathan definitely have that there, though. Mm-hmm. We uh, we played our first match without practicing with each other before, so it was oh. definitely a learning experience. But through that, we definitely learned each other, just different playing styles. And we're very similar players, so it worked out well. Okay, so what would you say his playing style is, and what's yours? Mine's just to hit the ball. <laughs> if you can keep it in bounds. Yeah. yeah, I think we're both pretty strategic in, uh, in placement over like, more power. Mm. So I think it's a lot more of a like, placement on the court for us and where we're trying to like, set up our next shot instead of just finish 
the one shot that we have. Smart. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. That's the, you're playing the long game. The long game. That's yeah. right. That's why he's three zero. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I've always about. wondered: Do you set it up? Do you split the court halfway down the middle? You take the left, he takes the right, or do you do front and back? Uh, it's kind of both actually. So one player stands. You don't have to, but uh, the main strategy is one player stands at the net on the on the opposite side. Like so, you split the court in half. One player stands at the net, and one player stands at the baseline. So mm-hmm. you're you're split front and back, but you're also split side to side. Interesting. Yeah, it's hmm. a bit of an advanced technique. I it like does. it. Yeah, it sounds mm-hmm. like a, it sounds like a you know like some like ancient Chinese secret there. <laughs> That's why they're three zero. I keep getting back to that point. Oh, wow. So uh, I don't I, I don't want to you know go back, but I, I do want to I don't want to pass this up here. Mm-hmm. But uh, you notice you're very you know very uh, retiring and passive when you're talking about your high school days of playing tennis. <laughs> So can we recount those glory days and of high school, the st- state championships and <laughs> MVPs? Yeah, we didn't quite get there, but uh, d- tennis high school was very fun. Oh, yeah. don't wreck a don't wreck a good story with the truth. There's a key. This is for you to embellish. Okay, right. <laughs> but uh, our freshman year that was a year of COVID actually, so we didn't get a season then. Mm. Yeah, which was a big bummer coming in. But uh, sophomore year, bounced back. Uh, I made the varsity team, so that was a lot of fun. I played, wow. And I played doubles uh, sophomore through senior year. Ooh. So I have a lot of doubles uh, experience. Oh, wow. Well, maybe yeah. that helps out. You oh, know? Sure yeah, definitely. Yeah. A lot of, lot of different techniques yeah. for that. Yeah. But wow. uh, let's see. Our sophomore year, I believe we made it to the third round of states, so the semifinals. And junior year, we made it to, I want to say, quarterfinals. And then my uh, this year or last year, I guess technically, uh, was also we made it to the third round. So, so how does it work like for a team when you've got like four different doubles teams or mm. whatever you have? Like, how do they decide who wins a match versus a school? Mm. So there's on a varsity team, there's seven players who actually play. It's mm-hmm. three singles and then two doubles teams. And to like you can win your individual game, but in order like your match, but in order to, for the team to win as a whole, you need three out of the five of the matches to be won. Oh, wow. yeah. there's a lot of pressure riding yeah. on like, wow. that final match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And so, like, it, it, in doubles, do they just give one medal to each team? And you yeah. got to duke it out for a medal? Or <laughs> they get two medals to. No, they're nice. They give us, they, they give us two. Okay. Yeah. Glad to know they're considerate. Yeah. yeah. You know, like. We, no participation trophies out no. here, Father <laughs> Ralph. Oh, speaking of, uh, for counties, actually, me and my doubles partner placed third in our state county. Oh. So, twice in a row. What county's that? Uh, Union County. Union County. There yeah. you go. Union Ca- right there. Yeah. Right in the Union. Right there. <laughs> in the Union. No, we forgot to mention, he's from New, New Jersey. Oh, uh, yes. another New Jersey. Or maybe, did I mention, yeah, is it a New Jerseyan? I thought I heard is someone it? in New Yorker saying Jerseyite. I've never heard that before. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now you're just making I'm sure, so. yes. I'm sure, yes, heard that. Okay. <laughs> that means it is true. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Try to get away from it. <laughs> okay. But wow, you know, that's just, do you feel like you're going to be able to use your incredible athletic talents in any of our other sports? I hope so, yeah. Right now, uh, we're on a four-player four uh, volleyball team. Ooh. Yeah, so that's been, that's oh. translated a little bit there. Wow. Uh, with the surf. But. Well, well, you know what, let, let, let's go, I know where you want to go. I oh. can sense the elephant in the room here. Oh, yes. You know? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it starts with a P. Oh, yes. So this is highly, highly controversial mm-hmm. yes. in the tennis community, and that's pickleball. Yes. Very what are your thoughts? Just 
open-ended yeah, yeah. Thought, a lot of thoughts on pickleball oh let's hear it pickleball. you're among friends yeah so i've never been a pickleball player mm. i've been raised tennis so oh i'm seeing something <laughs> that's, 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 that's what that's what they all say i, 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 I might have to watch my words but uh no be careful you're no no, no actually no just be open tell no, us all. so tell pick, everything pickleball at least in my town has become huge and like everywhere I go, it's always people are always playing pickleball. You don't. But the say. problem is we don't have pickleball courts, so they come onto the tennis courts. Oh, oh. that's where you don't like. It. Yeah, so they're taking away our courts pretty much, which is not great. Oh, yeah, Did, it's, it's a turf battle. Oh, turf oh, battle. Oh, yeah, it is a big turf battle. Even let you share, or they just completely take up the tennis courts and put pickleball courts. They kind of just overrun it, yeah. They've oh put like gosh. lines, they put lines on the floor. They're they're in now. How dare they? Yeah, no, it's bad. But I don't know. I think ten, pickleball is the whoever can't do tennis kind of goes drops down to pickleball. Oh, I, I was, wow. Oh, that's wow. What, that's what I'd say. Okay, no this no, this is good I, stuff. I kind of agree with that this though. Is, yeah, this because is good. I'm a pickleball man myself, really? and that's because I just don't I can't hack it at tennis. Mm. My the someone with the serves at tennis is like I don't know how you do it, but it's very nice at pickleball. It's, I'd say, it's more my speed. Yeah, pickleball definitely has some challenges, though. It's definitely a technical game. Mm-hmm. But me personally, I'm a more I'm a tennis guy. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You know, I know a family, and uh, during Easter they played pickleball, and uh, one of the son-in-laws is from Notre Dame. Was a member of the tennis team, and and let me tell you, I mean, he was out there playing you know pickleball mm. and it was it was something to see him move around oh boy yeah yeah it's competitive like even at home like because i'm from florida i mean that is like the old person hot spot capital yeah. and they are playing for sure all day every day hours on end yeah speaking of i don't know if you've seen this but i saw like some statistics somewhere that saying like pickleball has caused like millions of dollars in medical bills oh yes the knee so, pain yeah and, like everyone's getting injured all these old people are coming out like so excited to play pickleball and they throw their back or they, oh my like, yeah break something do you yeah, ever so find in, te- in tennis there's injuries tennis there's definitely a lot of injuries you got to watch out for tennis elbow most of all tennis like, elbow what's tennis yeah, elbow you can uh like just through over overuse of like swinging your arm Gotcha. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's tendonitis technically, but it's uh, something adjacent to that. Yeah. I get that a lot when I'm lifting the chalice up at Mass. Mm. Yes. And exactly. and the anchor, too. That mm. anchor. Oh, my God. God bless <laughs> that anchor. God bless that anchor. Okay. So uh, let's go there. Let's let's ask the question, Nicolai. Another elephant in the room. Yeah, there is. There's a few. Uh, are you going to win the championship with Holt? Absolutely. Where we go? Here it is. That's it. I like that. I like that confidence. That was like a strong follow through. Oh, you know, yeah, look yeah. at you right the f- there. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm learning. Yeah. I'm sitting. I'm sitting at the feet of the master here. You know, yeah. the pro. The pro. Yeah. The feet of the pro. Why would you play if you're not going to win? Oh, that's the, that's the mindset. That's what I'm talking I like about. That, I like that. You know what? We gotta we gotta get him in charge of a lot of things around here. We sure do. I like that. You know, no 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 fear. Yeah, they're going to take it and take it all away. Take it all Eye on away. the prize. I'm excited for the competition, though. It's definitely going to be fun. Okay. Um, is there anything that you wish that we had asked and we didn't? Hmm. Uh, maybe I, I got into pickleball for a bit, actually. Oh, so, uh-oh. Just oh, spill. Yeah. Oh, oh. I didn't want to. I wasn't going to bring this up. But, oh, uh, oh, it's okay. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to sound like a tennis purist. I wanted to. Oh. Show this side of me. Oh, the, but, so- uh, the softer side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The softer side. Yeah. Uh, but our gym class, we would all, pickleball was a big unit. And so me and my, like one of my friends on the, on the tennis team, we dropped out of our weight room 
just so we could play pickleball and like run up the gym pickleball class. <laughs> so that was pretty fun. It's like hustling kids. I like that. Yeah. I like that. And you know what? I like that, Garrett. Garrett, oh. thank you so very much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks so much for uh, Sharing me. some insights on tennis and pickleball. Yeah. And uh, also, you know, giving us a prediction that he's going to bring home, you know, the intramural championship. Yeah. We'll have you back on. Oh, for sure. Thank thanks you so much. Guys. Yeah, I'll thanks follow, for having me. I'll follow through on that. Yeah, yeah you will. <laughs> Thanks, Garrett. Thank you. Don't you like that, Garrett? Oh, he's one special superstar. God, I want to get out there and play tennis. Oh, my. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Okay, pickleball. Pickleball. All right. You got me. That's what I would do. I would play pickleball. Yeah, it's good to get the 4 one from a guy in the, I'm like, the one affected from pickleball. You kind yeah. of just hear about people loving it. Yeah. But there's always someone on the other side. Yeah, you can bring you down to reality. Yeah, well, that's right. Uh, I was going to say, you know what? I think it's time for some good news and weather with Nikolai. Nikolai! Oh, you know, I'm here to follow through on the news. All right. So, and I'm, trust me, I've got some good news for us today. Okay, I want give it. Oh, so Steds has been really, really killing it on our events. Like, we have hit it out of the ballpark for these three great events I'm about to tell okay. you about. Okay, let, let's hear it. So, we've got... The Stead Scramble coming up tomorrow. Oh, that's which right. Is our annual Stead Scramble, which means it'll be about groups of four to five guys, yeah. and you're sectioned off, and you're competing for the championship. It's not like mini golf, where we, Father Ralph was bragging about that four under par, but this is the real deal. The boys come to play, and we, we'll have so it'll be at Burke. We shut down the Burke. We take yeah, the Burke we, over. we take it over, except they close it all down for all of us to come out there, and we will show up in mighty force. Get her steps in in the morning. And, yeah, it's just great news overall that we will be working on that. It's a networking opportunity is the way I think about it as well. I think so. Because you also get paired in groups that you don't, like, these could be a freshman in your group or it could be a, like, or a senior or vice versa. And it's like you really get to meet new people that you had never met as well. Mm. It's kind of interesting because wow. I also get to show off my lack of golf game. So it's something we can all bond over. Wow. Well, I'm excited. I'm so, always curious to see who's going to Will win. I be seeing you there? Uh, only to drop off the food. <laughs> I'm expecting you to have plaid pants. I have a bad follow-through. Oh, yeah. Oh, there we go. That, that checks. That's, <laughs> that tendonitis acted up it again. Does, it does. It does. So we've got another great event. Or we just had another great event. As it was our first AGP event. AGP? A, yeah. Which is our... Uh, our gentleman ponders. Our gentleman pipe was blanking on what it stood for, but yeah. our gentleman ponders, and and this one was a special one because we had a st- former Stead's resident come in, and he came to talk about hurricanes. Yeah, and he was a civil. He does civil engineering. Doctor Al Cerrone. Doctor Al Cerrone. He was here as a sophomore when I came as a first year rector. Oh, he lived with his brother Dan Cerrone. Look at that. And so we called him ACDC. ACD. I like Al Cerrone. Dan Cerrone. So he was walking down memory lane and. He came back, and we got food, of course. Every event we have has yeah. food, and it was really awesome to hear his uh, I, his the, talk. Yeah, his talk, and, you know, it's like what kind of shocked me, and, you know, the wind, it's not the wind what gets you in a hurricane, but it's the storm surge. Storm surge. That's the number one killer. Storm surge, yeah. You know what? I thought the whole talk really was a big advertisement not to live in Florida. <laughs> well, let's, not, let's I, not get ahead of I know, ourselves. and I thought, you know, you as a Floridian, I thought you would get up and walk out, and I was like, oh my God, Al, <laughs> let's, let's, please, Al. Stop the madness, Al. Show some love here. But let's not get ahead of ourselves, no. and, you know, there's another great event coming up, too. What's that? And that's the Stead's Invitational. Oh, yes. So, if you remember from last who's year when been, I reported on this. Who's been invited? 
Well, so we invite. We always invite the the dorm and Zom, which is the swing dorm, the next door hall, next door. And last year it was alumni, but this year we have it. BP. Oh, Breen Phillips. Breen Phillips. So there, and we decided instead of basketball, let's go do beach volleyball. And so it's going to be teams of four, and we're going to be duking it out. It's kind of mixed, like it's mixed girls and boys, so it's co-ed, and we'll be just making sure we get know our neighbors, and we'll figure out who wins and who we can always hold that over each other's heads. A little bit of bragging rights there. So just three great events coming on overall for the yeah. dorm. Well, that's a lot of good which, news. Oh, it sure is. And now I think you know what time it is. What you wait? You have some. Personal, oh wait, wait, wait! Wait! I jumped, the, I jumped the gun. I jumped the gun. Okay. But drum roll, please! I do have personal news. And oh, personal. So this one's a bit personal. Good news. This is a goody, good news and bad news. Oh, I, whoa! It's, it's like a sweet and sour. It's a sweet and sour. Because, Bitter sweet. So I've got an SYR tonight. Oh. It's Baden Morrissey. I'm obviously there for Baden. Okay. And my girlfriend. It's Barbenheimer theme, and oh. it will be. An interesting location because we will be on South Quad in a tent. Oh! And they told that's where the bad news kicks in because okay. you're like coming from Steads. We really do it up, and that's all thanks to you guys from ND Day because we wouldn't be able to do that. We would be out in a tent or maybe right down <laughs> by the river. Yeah. Or just hoping at the dance on their flounge. Wait, wait, where are the bathrooms in, in a tent? So they actually sent an email out and said, hey, if you're a guy, you have to use the bathrooms in Morrissey. And if you're a girl, you've got to use it in Baden because the lines will be too long otherwise. Wow. wow. So nothing but amenities overall tonight. Wow. So that's that's just my personal good news, and I can't wait. Well, I'm glad for you, and, and I'm glad I'm not going. Yeah, at least it's not cold. Otherwise, there's no heat in those tents. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, how about some good news? Uh, how about some weather with Nikolai? Well, there's good news with this weather, okay, which is always go. a victory. Good news weather with <laughs> so we've, Nikolai. So we've got five full days ahead of us where it will be completely sunny, low 80s, and... Lows kind of in the upper 50s, so take take what you can get. There's okay. Not a cloud in the sky on most of those days. Well, we'll and then take it. At the end of the week, we'll have a bit of some clouds, and we'll get back to cold in about 65. So uh, give it, lay it on. Lay it, well, so we'll lay power through, but no rain, though. So no rain. we'll, well take we what we can some, get. We need some rain. If you can do a rain dance, we need a little rain. Yes. And I want, I want the leaves the to The leaves last. are dying. It's I know, so they're falling sad. Off. I know, I know, I know. All right, well, thank you for that good news and weather, Nikolai. Thank you. All right, Nikolai, it's that time of the show. Oh, I know, it's the end. Our guests were just amazing. Another one of these yeah. great shows where the guests just kind of entertain us. We, don't, we, we do this and we learn more about this campus than yeah. we could ever before. I feel like I went to adult daycare. Oh, my gosh. You know, um, so we've got to say thank you to Colin Davidson. We've got to say thank you to Garrett Hanlon. And we've got to say thank you to our, our, our new reoccurring person, uh, Zach Zywick. Our band analyst. I, I feel like I'm now more prepared to go to football games because oh, uh, sure. I know what I'm going to be looking at on the field, and then even when the band is on the field. Yeah, we're going to be more in tune. I would say. I think so. We'll be we'll be more astute fans. Yes. But we got to say thank you to them, and we got to say thank you to all of you uh, listeners. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy these great stories. And the good news is, well, we got more great stories coming your way. You can always find us on iTunes or Spotify in the Red Room. And this is, I've been, I'm Father Ralph, and you've been here with me and my guest host, Nikolai, and you've been in the Red Room.